Welcome back, everybody. We're here for another episode of the Real to Real podcast. My name is David Harris, and today I have a guest, a very special guest. I believe it will be to you, too. It's a good friend of mine, Mr. Christopher Johnson, and we are today going to discuss his book, No Reflection. Are you who you thought you were? Now, I want you to listen to that title one more time. No reflection. Are you who you thought you were? Now, this book is based in biblical principle, but its application should be applied to all of us. And I think you'll see what I mean as we go in to discuss what he's written. First of all, let me introduce my guy, Chris. How you doing, my brother? I'm doing well, David. Man, thank you so much for joining me here today and, and having this discussion because we're going to discuss your book, but we, I, I know you will be able to explain not only what you wrote, but how it applies to each individual that would read it. So let me give you a quick background uh, uh, for the audience. I've known Chris for about eight, nine years now, somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. Okay. We met when I was in retail management and I ran the back room, the receiving department, and you were one of my vendors. And as you know, that back room came to be a very philosophical, <laughs> we had a lot of philosophical discussions on multiple topics. Yes, we did. And that's how we met. Yes. And it was based on what I believe the some of the values or most of the values that we both held in things that we discussed. Yes. So it was based upon that relationship in that back room and constant conversations that we arrived where we are today. So I would just like you to tell the audience a little bit about yourself how you know in your version how we met you know what 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 was it about it that you know that you think created not only this friendship but i have so much respect for you and the wisdom and the knowledge that you bring and how you bring it and i think we'll see that in the book so please tell them a little bit about yourself well we had a kindred spirit and with that i found instances where it was easy for me to convey a message to you that would be received and applied. And then we start discussions here and there about different things, about things that people do, things that people not aware of what they're doing. And then we start these discussions, then I start relating to this and start relating to that. And then I believe you asked me the question. You said, you ever thought about writing a book? And I said, no. <laughs> and that's where, that's where the idea was birthed. But at that time, I just kind of pondered the idea. I kind of prayed over it a little bit, you know, and then things start to become to reality. And I started jotting stuff down here and there. I had little scribble notes everywhere. <laughs> I, I come home with a pocket full of pieces of paper with different notes on them. And as I started to put them together, then they start to, start to make sense. And so it started from there. That's how it began. Mm. Now, now I do remember. Yeah, I do remember that conversation. And 
the only reason that I that I came to that conclusion is because so much of the stuff that you said you had to say was so profound and so on point and in such a matter of fact way. And in my mind, that can only come from not only experience, but understanding who not only you are, but who a lot of us are probably better than <laughs> we do. Well, that comes from listening. I, mm. I, I'm a good listener, so I listen to mm. people, what they're saying. And even if they're not sure what they're saying, I still hear what they're saying and the way they say it. So that speaks volumes. So I listen, then I watch. I observe, and I watch, and I listen. Then I conclude. So none of the things are what I would call unfair judgment. Whatever I, decision I reach is based on what I hear and what I see. Mm. Once again, that, that's exactly right, because they're giving you the picture, or they're basically telling you, if not, they might not think that's who they are, but I mean, you can't come to any other conclusion. Yes. I mean, you know, some people come to the conclusion that what they thought wasn't a reality, then they're disappointed because things turn out a different way. So sometimes I try to help them to see that the end preexists in the means. You ended up here because of the way you went. Yeah, and that's a, such a simple concept, but it gets lost. Well, it's like if you plant an apple seed, you expect to grow apples. You don't expect to grow bananas by planting apple seeds. So if you plant apple seeds, you're only going to get apples. So I try to get them to understand that this is why you're where you are, because these are the seeds that you're planting. Mm, and, and that is in your book, that, yes. that specific line and terminology is in the beginning of the book. So I want to get to the book and there is a particular passage and I have, you know, many highlights and things noted in there. But on, on that note right there, there's one particular part in your first chapter that, uh, that I would like to go over because I think uh, in cause and effect chapter one cause and effect, which ironically, the description that you just gave, you know, planting a seed and as you said, and you, you can clarify with me, the ends pre-exist in the means. Correct. So cause and effect is uh, just another simple way of saying that if, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. Okay. There, you quoted a, a particular, uh, gentlemen well, well yes uh and this is what it read and and it really stuck with me behaviorism and 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 the preceding part of that is if you are sick and tired of judgmental behavior quit judging if you are sick and tired of injustice do not become one who practices or encourages it and this is the line that really hit me behaviorism also known as behavioral psychology, is a theory of learning based upon the idea that all behaviors are acquired through conditioning. Conditioning occurs through interaction with the environment. 
and behaviorists believe that our responses to environmental stimuli shape our behaviors. So when you say planting seeds, those seeds are sold in our neighborhoods, in how we grow up, in the values that are implanted in us. I, I think, and you could correct me or, or, or go deeper into that because having met your mom and talking to you, and as you say, you talk to other people, it's obvious that, I don't know what time it took it to grow, but it's obvious that some good seeds were planted in you. Well, those values, <clears throat> those values that our parents instilled in us are seeds. So if they plant seeds of wisdom in us, then we become one who practices wisdom. If they plant seeds of remaining ignorance in us, then we remain ignorant. Because nothing means anything to us because we were never taught to value anything. Mm. So, and, in and, your and, opinion, how do you get out of that well, trap? Okay, for me, most of the people that I hung around were always older than me. I hung around. They, mm -hmm. they used to call me the little old man. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of the people I hung around with was older than me, so... so, so I observed adult behavior before I became an adult. Mm. And then there were things that I agree with, there were things that I disagree with. So I got a chance to see both ends to say, I don't want to end up like that. So <laughs> you understand? Right. So 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 I, I could I could learn some of these things uh before I reach that age so I know not to in, in other words Without them realizing they was teaching me, they was teaching me to, to avoid some of the pitfalls that they had encountered without even knowing that that's what they were doing, but that's what they were doing because I'm an observer. I listen and I observe. So I learned about some of the pitfalls beforehand, so I avoid some of those pitfalls that other guys my age did not have the, uh, I guess what would say, the, uh, the ability to have that situation that I was in. I, for lack of better words, in other words, some people are victims of just what they grew up around. Right. So, so that's, the, that's the stimuli of your surrounding because your uncle Ted or your, or your cousin Bobby that you hung around all the time, all they ever did was thuggish stuff. So you... You grew up being a thug because that's all you knew. You never had the guy that read books on weekends or the guy that always watching, watching documentaries. You didn't hang around this guy. So this stuff didn't appeal to you because all you knew is what you saw. Mm -hmm. Now, now the, the question I would ask you, and again, you know, it, it, for the audience, if you recognize, a lot of this goes back to the title and in everything what you just said refers back to are you who you thought you were and I think that's a connection to that but my question to you would be what do you think was inherent in you that allowed you because so many get caught up in that and they seem to uh, idolize the behavior what do you think it was in you that as you said you picked out when you said uh, I don't want to do that well because my parents were my models. Okay. 
Wow. What what my dad did, what my mom did, uh, whether good or bad, the, these were my models. And since I'm the baby, I have mm-hmm. six other siblings older than me that were also my models. So six different personalities in the same house. Well, eight if you count the parents. Right. So, so I get to pick from all eight of these personalities <laughs> which one of these is going to shape me mm-hmm. and which one of these is going to be my best road to take as to who I am. Now, I try to be like my brother, then I discover that's not who I am. I try to be like my older sister and I discover that's not who I am. So in all these instances, I end up coming to the conclusion I'm not who I thought I was mm. until I found my road to take. And by observing and listening, I came to the conclusion that that's who I am. I'm a listener and observer. And I write what I see and what I hear. Wow. Okay. Speaking of that, now I, I, I'm going to let you talk about what not only this book is to you, but you know, what's in it and let you describe what it is and what it, what, what it means and what your intent was for people to get out of it. Okay. Well, outside of the, well, I guess it's, it's really included, but when we talk about the, your surrounding, your, your, what the things around you that stimulate you, then you have to consider the weight of these things on your life. You know, just because your dad was a military man doesn't necessarily make you have to be a military man because that might not be your calling in life. But you have to be wise enough to know, well, you have to be smart enough to, to, to know that certain things that apply to them might not apply to you. Mm. Now, if your older brother did reckless things and somehow he survived all this stupid stuff, but you got to keep in mind that that wall that he missed, you might run into mm-hmm. because it wasn't meant for you to go that way. Some things we have to realize, let's take for instance, today stuff. We talk about black lives matter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in my opinion, no person should especially be a leader of a cause or on the front row of a cause if that's not who they are. Mm. In other words, if, mm-hmm. if, if, if the people, if we see them as someone who has no problem with mugging, disrespecting, <laughs> oh, or, even, or even taking the life of another black person, mm-hmm. but then, in our opinion, black life doesn't matter to them. Wow. Know? So, therefore, they should not be front runners. They should not be the because if they're the front runners and the loud mass, all people remember is that. Is that. Yeah. So the message gets lost in that. So we have to know who we are and why we are approaching this in this way. If that's not who we are, then we, should, we shouldn't be in the front because now we're, just, we, we're distorting the message and the message gets lost. The wrong shepherd. The wrong shepherd. There you go. Mm-hmm. So, but as far as the book is concerned, the book is based on, even though if you look at the chapters and how they relate, but the conclusion is 
it's based on the bib the biblical principle that it's based on is love. Okay. Now, if you look at, you know, some people say, uh, you know, the Bible, it's a white man's Bible, it's a white man's word, this, that, and third. Right. But but the thing is, it's a set of discipline. Yes. And so, so for those people who speak against it, these are people who do not want to follow that discipline. Mm-hmm. It's it's not that it's meant for this color man or that color man or this color man is, is, is messing with your head by telling you this, that, and the third, but it's still, in the end, it's still a set of discipline. And if you follow that set of discipline, it leads to a point of satisfaction. So, in other words, love is the end results at the end. Mm-hmm. And then, so, you have many definitions of love. But in my opinion, it's lo- love is is uh, seeking the greatest good of another. Of another, I was waiting now, on that. Now, <laughs> now, if if you look at what the Bible actually says about love, it says love is patient. Mm-hmm. So, if you seek another greatest good, then you will be patient with whoever it is that you seek to to help through whatever, because you love them. They said love is kind. So if you seek their greatest good, then their kindness will be reciprocated by what you do. And it said, love does not envy. So you should not be envy on what they have versus mm-hmm. what you have if they're trying to help you along the way. And it said, love does not boast. So you have no reason to boast in your aid to them that you said that you're aiding them because you love them. You have no reason why, with your chest stuck out and said, look what I did for him. <laughs> and he said, 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 love is not proud. So someone who, seeks your, who uh, seeks your greatest good, you know, they're, they're there to help you in your state of welfare to maybe get to their state of welfare. But they should do this without looking for they, they're looking, looking for their name to be blasted all over right. for, for, for what they've done. Their return on investment, right. so to speak. And, and then it also said love does not dishonor others. So you should not, if you say you're doing it out of love and you seek that greatest good, then you should not be, man, man you know what I did for that. So I need to go no further yeah. with that. Then they said love is not self-seeking. So mm-hmm. if you seek one's greatest good, then you're not seeking to be glorified for what you did for them. Mm-hmm. It says love is not easily angered. So therefore, you should be slow to anger as you seek the greatest good because you expect the same when they, with you. Mm-hmm. Then they said love, it keeps no record of wrong. So you shouldn't go back and pull up something that they did 20 years ago, especially if, if a person has reached a point of transformation. Right. And then you keep going back, reminding everybody what they used to be. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Instead of saying, this ain't the same man that he was before. Instead mm-hmm. of saying, oh, man, he used to be he used to be a dope dealer or that. You know, this, that, and the third. So then it said, love rejoices in the truth. So the truth is, is that this man has lived a transformed life. So this is the truth. This is the new him. I'm not going to bring up his past because his past doesn't define him. Mm-hmm. And as I related to the, even though our past doesn't, it shouldn't define us in our mind. Right. But then in other people's mind, 
it does. So the same thing I was saying about the Black Lives Matter thing, you, you get the wrong shepherd up there, and then somebody go dig up his path, which they will, and they find out that he riding to the core, then his past, in their mind, his past defines him, in their opinion, but in his mind, it still shouldn't. He just, just, he just should know that he shouldn't be the shepherd. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. Now, so uh, the Bible also tells about, uh, in Ecclesiastes, it says there's a time for this, a time for that. It says there's a time to throw away. Then in, in this modern culture, you know, in our homes, we, we throw away stuff that has outlived its usefulness. Mm-hmm. So should things have been our past. This idea of the use from this should be thrown away. Mm-hmm. And we should, at, at the beginning of the book, I mentioned that our way of thinking should be changed. Yes. Because this is what gets us on a different path. That's if we right. keep thinking the way we were thinking, then we, we keep headed the way we headed, we're going to end up where we were going. <laughs> yep. and, and then that might not be where we need it to be. Yeah, you, uh, you, 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 are, you are quite clear in that. And, and one of the things that I had highlighted here is truth is freeing your mind from self-given wisdom. Yeah, because true wisdom, <laughs> true wisdom comes from God. Yes. That's not nothing that you can learn in the book. Wisdom is knowing that a tomato is a fruit, but you don't put it in a fruit salad. Mm-hmm. Now, now I, I want to get back to something else that uh, that you said. And... And and it applies in everything that you just said about love and how you should either approach it. And, and what you said about the Bible, that, that that's that's the one thing I really wanted to touch on before this other point. When you said it's it's a series of disciplines or or something like that. I, and we've talked about this. I find it amazing that no matter what culture you go into or any religion, be it Buddhism, be it. Uh, uh, Taoism, uh, Islam, whatever forms of Christianity, Judaism, anything or any philosopher from Confucius or any Egyptian or any Greek philosophy, everything that you just said and what's in that book reflects if you live this way. And I'm tying this in to something you have here, which is this book is designed to promote wealthy living yes and it's not about money and you say specifically in a part if if you think it's about money you're wrong correct so if all of these cultures and philosophies tell you if you be this way and everything you just ticked off as far as approaching love looking for something in return and and if you take the bible word out of it they're telling you the same thing so why is it because it's the Bible that you somehow or, or we become conditioned again, the word from the book in this society to dismiss that? Well, because people have when you say Bible, first thing people think of is Ten Commandments. Uh-huh. And that's a set of rules that they say no man could follow, which he can't. If I sit here and I go through all 10 of them, I can show you where we've broken all 10 of them a million times. <laughs> right. This is why, see, and then this, this is why, uh, now, for those who, you know, 
don't believe Jesus, who he is, and they say he was just a prophet, this, that, that. I, I, I'm not going to get into that argument, mm -hmm. but, but the purpose of Jesus' death was, was to be a appropriation for our sins because right. we could not keep those laws. So he says, we got to do this another way because they, they can't do it. So he was the ultimate sacrifice mm -hmm. for our sins. That way we can come to God without having to go through the priests and he had to take us and go pray yeah. for us and, you know, this, that, and third. So, so that, that, that took all that out. So we have a direct line. So now we can go to God and say, God, forgive me. I failed again. And he said, I know. I forgave you. But start mm -hmm. over, you know, with a, with a renewed mind, mm -hmm. not thinking of, of being captive by that thing that you failed at. Don't let that captivate you that you continue to dwell in it. Mm -hmm. Okay, you made a mistake. Just like a kid. A kid... Spill the milk. You don't go beat the crap out of him because he spilled the milk. It's a mistake. You forgive him? Mm -hmm. I said, baby, next time hold it with two hands. Right. <laughs> you know, but then, you know, there were some parents where I grew up, where the neighborhood I grew up in, I mean, they, they knock him upside the head because <laughs> 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 he spilled some milk. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. But, 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 Absolutely. But, but forgiveness should always be the first act. That's love seeking greatest good mm -hmm. so forgiveness is the first act because you got to realize see let me put it this way what jesus said regardless of who you believe him to be he said that i come to fulfill the law so what basically what he was telling his disciples okay don't concentrate so much on thou shalt not that shalt not that shalt not he said that 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 the first rule is to love god with all your heart all your mind all your soul and then love your neighbor as yourself, which I just got to describe what right. love is. Exactly. So, so if love is seeking the greatest good enough, then I, I'm not going to steal from you. I'm not going to kill you. That's I'm right. Not, I, you know, so, so all these things that the Ten Commandments tell you not to do, all these things that you do are against another. Right. So, so, so you won't do these things because of love. So he said if you, if you seek this love first, then you start to see how all this plays into action. So he gave them a smaller thing to concentrate on rather than to try to concentrate on the mass of the, the, the commandment because that, that would just, that blow people away. So when you, like you say, when you mentioned Bible, I could take the Bible and put it in another book, they'll read it. But, right. if, I, but if I give them the Bible, right. they're going to read it. So when you, when you say Bible, that's the first thing they think of, take a man, if they made somebody telling me what I can't do. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. And you know, on, on that point, and it's something I discovered, it took me a long time, is it, it, it's like the verse in the Bible that says, or people believe, are oh, oh, you a Christian? You can't do this. You know, like you, like you just said, uh, you can't drink. The Bible stated, be ye not drunk. And the thing that it took me a long time to realize is people think when they come to church or if they choose to, you know, as they say, the calling and come up that all of a sudden you have to cold turkey everything. But that's really not the case because it's a growth process. Yes, you grow into it because you're you're being transformed. Yes. So, so as your mind's renewed, these things are not important to you anymore. That's right. You so, no longer desire so, those. So, so you eventually lose desire for them. Right. Yes. Now, the thing about you know you said it says you know don't get drunk or whatever, but but for some people that literally means don't drink because right. some people can't drink without getting drunk. Right. 
<laughs> that, right. and, then, and they know, that you know how your cousin is when he drank. Yeah. So why you keep why you keep getting this something? He don't right. need to be drinking. Right. So 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 it was in that sense that sometimes these things can take take hold of you, take control mm-hmm. of you, because you're not strong enough to to you're not strong enough to do this and not let it control you. Which again goes to your definition, you know, are you who you thought you were, or right. or knowing who you are. Right. And I don't think. Enough of us, which is why I, 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 I highly recommend this book, because I, I, I know you did it to get people to think. Correct. So it's not, this is not a slap in the face for anybody. Mm-hmm. It's just a simple process of getting you to recognize that this just might be you. Mm-hmm. That's why yep. each, each chapter is a separate metaphor. And somewhere in those uh, 16 chapters, because the, the last four is about something else, but the, uh, right. those, the, that, those metaphors, if you read it with an open mind, you might just realize. I mean, I've had people come to see me say, they said, man, I was in about three of them chapters. <laughs> so, so they, you know, that's right. So, and that, that's the whole purpose is to get people to realize who you are. Because you're not who you thought you were, you know. And, you know, people always say, you know, let's talk about love. People always say, I love this person. I love that person. But everything you do indicates that you don't. <laughs> you know, I hear women say, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I did that. Just piss my husband off. Why? If you, if you seek his greatest good, why did you seek a method to piss him off just for the heck of it? That's not love. That's not seeking his greatest good. Or someone who says, you know, I did this, I did that, you know, this, that, and the third because uh, I just felt like doing it. Well, that's not seeking their greatest good. That's right. And that, that brings me to, to pretty much my favorite chapter, Smarter Than the Average Bear, which for those of us who are old enough, we know that that's associated with, with Yogi. And that was one of his favorite statements, I'm smarter than the average bear. And on what you just said, there's a particular passage. We often lie to ourselves, allowing Satan to alter our way of thinking. And this is the key part to me. The perception of Satan's suggestion appears to be a reality. Since we are smarter than the average bear and on top of our game, the subliminal suggestion appears to come from our own thoughts. Correct. And that happens to a lot of us, even me. And we don't, we just don't pick up. On, and, and I apply that to what you just said. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do something to tick him off. Right. Where would that come from? Right. That's, that's, not, that's not a value. Right. <laughs> that's not something that, 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 that leads to good. It right. can only lead to Bad or deceptive. It's a form of deception. You, That's you de- right. You, de- you think you're deceiving him, but you're deceiving yourself because you're deceiving yourself because now who you say you were, you just said that you wasn't by what you That's just right. did. That's right. Which again goes to how you started this off with the seed, the ends pre-exist in the means. In the means. Right. And that's a perfect example. Yes. Because yes. that's not going to end well. It's not going to end well. <laughs> for, for, for either. For either. Right. Because now you just helped him to realize that 
it's not love that you have for him. That's right. Or at the very least, he's going to question it. Yes. Yes. And that's a seed you don't want planted. Right. So it should be, you know, okay, for instance, let's take this, for instance. Someone that you say you love. Okay. Now, you know, as you spend time, you get to know them. So say, for instance, every time you get in the car and your wife gets in the car with you, and wherever y'all are going, she talks the whole time it takes to get there. And you saying to yourself, man, I can't listen to my radio with my wife and car because she just talk. Okay, since you know this and you seek her greatest good, don't let that anger you. That's right. Find a better way to deal with it. So since you know this is what happened, when she gets in the car, turn the radio off. And then y'all talk. <laughs> You can do both at the same, same time. time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or do both at the same time. But don't let that anger you. And then you say something demeaning to her because she's talking. Like, why you got to talk all the time? Right? So, so what you just did, you just, you just, you, first of all, you hurt her feelings by the way you said it. Mm-hmm. Because now you're telling her that, that she has no value when she's in your car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, no, that's you know? right. So, so when, when she gets back in the house and you ask for whatever, she goes say, oh, so now I have value. <laughs> so, the, so now Satan has come in now. Now he's going to take this and he's going to turn this and yeah. to where it never should have went. That balloon is place. getting ready to get yeah. bigger. <laughs> yes. And, and you're right. And for her at the same time, and if you have uh, uh, honesty and conversate, she'll recognize that you, you know, like to listen to your music. So all you have to do is, like you say, it would be disrespectful to blast it, but you can turn it up enough to where you can hear your music and listen to her. Well, turn it off does the same thing. So if she ever asks you, why you always turn it off when you get the car? I said, because I'm listening to you. And then she'll say, well, you can listen to your music. Problem solved. But if you never did that or thought in that process, you would still sit there, as you said, with that anger. Yes. Unnecessary anger. Unnecessary anger. And I know you can speak to how often people are unnecessarily angry. Yeah, about little stuff that that I've people have gotten broken up and gotten divorced over stuff that shouldn't even matter. I mean, really? I mean, you didn't love her anyway. If that if if it was that easy for you to walk away because of that, you didn't love her anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, and, 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 and that's going to lead me to, a, uh, to a, uh, another chapter, which is, uh, and, and I'm tying this in, you don't see or you didn't see because you were too busy looking. And to me, I, I, I know the chapter is a little different, but that's, you're looking at you in a way in that regards, that, that selfishness that you speak of. You're looking for the wrong things and you're not seeing what it really is, if, if you understand what I'm saying. Correct. And that is that is that just an inherent? No, it's focus. It's, okay. lack, it's lack of focus. Okay. So you didn't see because you were too busy looking because your focus was somewhere it shouldn't have been. Okay. It should have been on what you needed to see mm-hmm. instead of where it was. So... It's a lack of focus, so therefore, you miss important details about situations, and so you kind of 
somewhat ignorant about the situation that you should not be about mm-hmm. because you were too busy looking at something else. In other words, I mean, in the book, what I was referring to is, is someone else to blame. So, right, so, 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 right. so I, I, I didn't see me in this because I was looking for somebody else to blame. So, right, so, so right. that's that that was applied to that when I made the reference to the vampire looking at me. Right, right, right. Reflects. But, but as you're stating, it's 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 you miss things about other things because you you're too busy looking at something else. In other words, um, for instance, you ever sit at a red light, then the person in front of you, the light turned green, they still sitting there. Now you you about to get a little tea because you're like, man, pay attention, light green. What you got on? Right. You know? So this is what you said to yourself. And then you get to the next light. Now it's your turn. Yep. Because you didn't see the light being green because you were too busy looking at something else. Now somebody behind you doing the same thing. Yep, they're doing the same thing. So 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 now you understand why 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 it happened to yeah. them, but but now it's too late because you reacted the wrong way yeah. when it happened. So so but did we learn from this, so the next time it happens, then you'll be, you'll be a little bit Do more forgiving. You'll, you'll be a little bit more, you should be right. a little bit more forgiving. <laughs> but, 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 but we don't. We turn around and do the same thing again, yep. and then it happens to us again. So each time we do it, it turns around and it happens to us, and then we still miss it because we're too busy looking That's at right. the wrong thing. That's a profound point because you are right. You The next time you are still going to get ticked. Yeah. I, I don't know what you do or, or can do other than being aware, which is also a big part of your book, that self-awareness. Yes, awareness is the key. That's it. That's what you, you're never going to know what truth is if you, until you become aware that that's true. And, mm. and, you know, people say, what is truth? Well, truth is what it is. <laughs> it, it's not what it's not. You know, I was sitting here. Yeah, I, 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 I was waiting. To, you know, I'm like, uh oh, this is gonna be good. But it's simple. It's what it is. It's not what it's not. Yeah. Mm. You know, if if this is a toothpick holder, that's the truth. Yeah. And that's what it is. Yeah. If I call the salt shaker, it would be a lot. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's what it was designed for. That's what it is. So when I say truth. Set you free. I'm not talking about one truth. I'm talking about truth. Yeah. It is what it is. And having an appreciation or a reverence for it. For what it is. For what it is. Yeah, if you, you know, okay, in other words, you don't kill two people. Mm-hmm. And I call you murderer. And <laughs> you say, what right do you have to judge me? Well, I'm not judging you. I'm, ca- I'm calling you what you are. You if you don't kill two people, you're a murderer. That's exactly right. So I'm not judging you. Now, if if someone said you did, and I don't really know for sure if you did, and I said he's a he's a murderer, then I'm judging you because I don't have facts. I don't have. Right. I don't know what that truth is because I don't have facts about truth. But if I know you did, I'm not judging you. I'm just calling you what you are. If just like I call this a toothpick holder, I call you a murderer. You know, that's very interesting because I think that gets people get that confused 
because if I'm not mistaken, you know, the, the Bible says, you know, judge ye not least ye be judged. So I've had some people tell me, and I'm interested in your opinion on this. Uh, and I've heard, you know, uh, uh, biblical scholars and everyone speak on this. So it's being taken as don't judge. And my daughter used to tick me off. And a lot of the young people still say it. Don't judge me, dad. You know, and I'm like, okay, well, if I know you're doing something wrong, just like you said, I'm going to tell you that's not judging. But these people said it's not that you can't make a statement of judgment, but that in their opinion, that verse meant I have to open myself up to be judged as well. So in the way that it reads, I had to think about that because it says judge ye not least ye be judged. So in their opinion, I put myself up. It's, he's saying tread lightly. Okay. Because because okay. what you say might also apply to you. Okay. That's yeah. Which kind of goes to the stop <laughs> thing yeah. that you said. Yeah. But if see, you're not some, recognizing it. Some some people see it as a method of you considering yourself better than better. me. Right. When they say, Don't judge me, they say right. because you think you're better. But just because you pass judgment doesn't necessarily mean that you're better. You just help them to see. What they're actually doing. What they're actually doing. Yeah. You know, if you, you know, uh, you see your son with his girlfriend, you've seen him talk to her crazy. You've seen him treat her bad. And then you put him to the side and you tell him, you ain't, you ain't judging. You're trying to save him. You're trying to tell him, man, this ain't the way to go. This ain't the way you do this. Mm -hmm. If you hate her that much, what you mean? I hate her. Well, the way you treat her, you treat her like you hate her, not like you love her. If you're going to treat her like that, you know. You got a dog, you kick him all the time. You don't like the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I bet the dog ain't too fond of you either at that point. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's not it's not that you you sitting in the high seat. It's just that you just pointed out the fact that that this is not right. Right. You know, it, it it's not right in my eyes. It shouldn't be right in your eyes because I've you know I've 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 instilled values in you that that you know right from wrong and that you know that. This is not the correct way to do it, mm -hmm. you know. Then it's not just my opinion. It's just that that's, I mean, it leads to an end that you're not going to appreciate in the end. That's right. Because it's like, we, like you said earlier, it ain't going to turn out good. No. If you keep treating it like that. That's, you know, like a dog, you say, he's going to take so many times, some point he's going he gonna to bite you. That's right. You know, same way uh, about by a person. You, you you keep on at some point, they're going to they gonna retaliate, and you might not like it. Yeah. You know? so. My daughter loved the song, A Thin Line Between Love and Hate, the original one, and at the end of that, she was so shocked, you know, <laughs> when he said, I didn't think she had the nerve. <laughs> so I just bring that up because that's a perfect example. Yes. You know, she was sweet. She took it all, but she she had it. And then we look shocked. Yeah. And again, that's knowing who you are or being aware of who you are, because a lot of people can say that's a product of their environment, what they saw, this and that. But again, the truth, as you said about that toothpick container, the truth is it's wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't care your environment, who else you saw. 
it's wrong and you know it's wrong okay for instance i'm gonna throw this out there i might step on some toes but that's okay uh, so step so, on so why is it that a guy gets in his car and he got some illegal substance on his mm-hmm. purse so police stop him for something else it might have been a broken tail light or something. Mm-hmm. So when they discovered this, he gets mad because he, they busted him for illegal substance when he knew it was illegal before he had it on his person. Then he got in his car, went somewhere with it on his possession. And he gets mad because he gets busted by it and says it's not fair. Mm-hmm. But when he why, knew he had a tail light out. Yes. Yeah, so so uh, my point is. The fact that you knew you was carrying something that you should have been carrying. Mm-hmm. Why all of a sudden does it become of her because she got caught? Then they make a big deal out of it and says, oh, you know, then they bring out the, the race issue, this, that, and third. But I mean, part of that might be true. But my point is, since you know this is true, since you know they might stop you because That's you're right. black, why do you keep giving them ammunition what, against right. you? You 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 you're building the case against yourself by continuing to do stupid things when you're giving them ammunition. So if if you want to prove that they bigots and and that they picking on you because you're black, this that there, well then let it be clean. Let it be. <laughs> I yeah. ain't, I never nothing know me, man. They just beat me because I was black. That's let, right. Let, let it be that case. Then then we have a case to prove. But, mm-hmm. but but when each time a person was 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 mis uh, well not the word uh, when person was 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 treated wrong mm-hmm. or treated unfairly mm-hmm. by law enforcement in each case most of them was committing the crime. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, right. So, you know what I'm saying? So, so you're giving the man this. You lose so, the argument. So so so, so 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 the message get lost in that because you continue to 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 give the man this. Yep. So so if you stop giving them this and let it be, I mean, you know, like 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 a, a civil rights movement. You know, they went sit at the, the counter. The white man said, "Y'all can't sit here." This that third. They weren't doing that wrong. That's right. So so they they beat them. For no reason. So, That's so, right. so, so now they have a cause. You know, it ain't mm-hmm. like they walked in there with their knives and they you know, and right. laid them on the bar, you know. That's right. You know, so, so you, can't, you can't continue to give ammunition by doing stupid stuff. Well, well that leads me uh, to rolling over what's in your book and so much that you described and you know there's a situation right now you know in in Dallas County that you described Mm -hmm. and I want to bring that full circle as to the application of this book and you just laid it out perfectly because right now there are write-ups in the paper it's on the news that in South Dallas uh Sheriffs are patrolling the area because of high crime, which to my understanding, and I'll need to verify that, uh, residents wanted more presence. State troopers. State troopers, exactly. Excuse me. Thank you. State troopers. They wanted more presence, and now they have it, but now they're complaining because so many of them are getting pulled over and arrested. And it speaks to what you just said. If you have something on you, 
if you have something on you or you know you're illegal and a tail light is out, you don't have your inspection sticker, you know these people have electronic checks now, your plates are constantly being ran. If you know this is the game, why do you continue to put yourself in that situation and blame the racism? And as you said, that may be the case, but you are getting on. If you're playing chess, not checkers, you're moving to a square that you know that you're going to get you. He's going to get you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Like the lady who said, uh, he pulled over cause she, she, she made a turn without a signal. So, yeah. You just admitted. You just admitted it. <laughs> that you did. You know, and the people with the paper plates, knowing that they, and I, look, I mean, David, I saw one guy had the paper plates on top of the regular license plate, knowing that the dealership ain't going to put no paper plates on top of the metal plates. On top plates. of the regular plates. You know, come on, dude. Right, and they're going to run it. And that's why yeah. I apply your book, because a lot of things that you say in truth and all of the principles that you lay out in here would prevent you or or again we're back to the awareness the self-awareness the discipline everything that you speak about in this book using those biblical principles it's just changing your way of thinking if you change your way of thinking then those dumb things won't even be important to you anymore. you have different you have different outlook on where you're going because now your thoughts are new you're not thinking mm -hmm. about the same old stuff that you used to, you're thinking about, where am I going from here? I, I no longer want to be in this place. I want to go That's somewhere right. else. In order to do that, you have to change the way you're thinking. And you lead one, uh, in the book, very early in the book, you lead with the verse, you are transformed through the renewing of your mind. Right. I love that, and I put that out there. No behavior changes mm -hmm. before you change how you, you think. think. Right. That's, that's a fact. That was uh, one thing that I wanted to Yeah, out. please. It says, uh, this lady, this was a story. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, that the, somebody was constantly bringing up, I told you how people, when you change, people continue to bring up your past, what you used to be, what you did before. Mm -hmm. So so somebody had, had, had confronted this lady about her past, and she said, yes, that is my past. But I don't live there anymore. Mm. <laughs> and that's what, that's what you mm. call renewing your mind, changing your way of thinking. Yes. So, so, she, so you're not going to let them define you by your past either. Because you said, yes, that was me. I just don't live there anymore. Oh, that is beautifully put. And that's being a, showing awareness, self-awareness. Yes. And the wisdom to be accountable for that. But, it, you know, let them know that that's not where you are anymore right. that's beautifully put that was shut them down yes i mean you really don't have anything else <laughs> you can talk about what i used to do as long as you want to but that's not who i am anymore that's not I don't who live i am so it doesn't bother me yeah you know i want to hit one more chapter okay. that that applies to uh uh to today <clears throat> and our actions and that's your chapter on dictated living and you were the first one uh, I, I never forgot when you described it to me and it's so true that you are living I, 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 actually I, I'm going to let you describe it you describe it better but it is it is prevalent 
every day. So mm-hmm. I'm going to let you describe that. No, I, I want to hear what you got out of it. Oh, okay. Well, I got out of it that, as they say, you are living your life based on either how someone else sees you or how you want them you, you know, we project. So you want to be or you think you're a, a, a thug or, or a gangster or hard or a pimp or whatever you think you are. And you adhere to that because that's what you want people to see or you want people to believe that's who you are. And be it the culture, be it whatever is going on, society, you make sure that you act in accordance with that. So your behavior, how you act, how you think is dictated by some other forces. Correct. And out of life, whatever discipline you follow or don't follow, it's dictated by something. So Mm -hmm. I kind of laid out some of the things that dictate the way we live and how we, uh, dream of being somebody else mm-hmm. other than ourselves. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be like him, them, those, and they. But uh, in the end, I concluded that since we're going to live a dictated life, let's be dictated by love, by, yeah. by you know, good things, not, not necessarily these negative things that, that mean us no good. I mean, because, I mean, you take a, a thug, a real thug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you take, I like you take, how you put that. Yeah, yeah, not not one who just say you take you take a real thug and and he make it rich some kind of way. And people think because he's rich he's changed. No, he's just a thug with money. Now he's still right. doing he's still if you notice some of these guys, they still doing the same old stupid stuff. They just doing it on a grand scale because they got money. That's and right. And he's still thinking the same way. That's right. You know, but still people desire to be like them. I don't, that's the part that, 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 that throws a lot of people off. They say, well, why does they desire to be like them instead of like this guy? I mean, this guy has money, but he's not doing that stupid stuff like this. Well, because there was a, <clears throat> there was a song. My Al Jarreau, he says, you don't see me. He mm-hmm. said, when I'm trying to do right, you don't see me. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when I'm trying to do stuff I'm supposed to be doing, you don't see me. He says, so I took a pistol and made myself a sinner. <laughs> so in other words, I, I went and did some stupid stuff to get your attention. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, because cause, cause what I was doing that was right, he was saying 40 hours. All they bring home is a grocery bag for the trash. <laughs> so, so, so you, right. you kept saying you wanted more, you wanted this. I wasn't this, I wasn't that, I wasn't that. So you wasn't seeing me. So I had to become who you wanted to see. Mm. So this is why a lot of times they do this stuff because you don't see them when they're doing right. So they got to do some stupid stuff to get your attention. And, you know, a lot of that is the guys doing it because this was the women that are pushing them to do. And... Sometimes that's because the way they were raised, you know, mm-hmm. by by their mothers. That's you know, right. as as I mentioned in the book, you know, if 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 
if the girl's mama, you know, dressed like she out of the last latest rap video, and she, you know, dressing like her daughter hanging out in the same place she had in, who does she have to look up to? That's right. You, you see what I'm saying? She have no leadership. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's my mom. We hang out together, but who's the shepherd? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, say who, who's who, the sheep? Who, who, who's leading you who, who's leading to where you need to be going? Because, cause, cause, you know, there's things I done, and I tell my son, I did it. It was stupid. Cause you know, That's but don't right. do that. Because I hate to get to a point to where I I become known by more than just my family, and then somebody break up my past. Say, well, you know, oh, your daddy did so, so. He gonna say, yeah, I know he told me, but he said it was stupid. That's just, just right. Like the, just like the lady said, yes, that was me, but I don't live there anymore. I don't live there you know, anymore. so so yeah, there are things I done, but but I try to 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 to, to guide him around those things. Cause like I said, that that, that wall I missed. You might hit. That's right. You know that 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 same grace I had, yours might not be the same. You know, mm-hmm. you know you you. I went around that curve. My car didn't flip over. You go around that curve. Yours might flip. That's right. Because you know, that's not the same grace that that, that they had. We have different destinies. That's you right. Know, so, and yours might not be the same as mine. My father you know? used to tell me all the time, boy, you can't do what other people do. No. It's not gonna. It doesn't work for you. Mm-mm. And it took me a long time to understand what he meant by that. And it's yeah. exactly what you just said. Yeah. So we have to be careful of who we we idolize. We shouldn't. Yes. We shouldn't who idolize, we hold up. We shouldn't idolize, idolize anybody, anybody. But who right. we hold yeah. up. Right. As that example. Right. And I think that goes to your dictated living because who you choose to hold up is who you are going to try to model yourself after. Right. And you don't recognize that they are dictating right. how you think and how you how live. You but you right. just see it as, man, he is so cool. cool. You don't even recognize yeah. that you're allowing yourself. I mean, it's like a, it's like a pimp. And, and that's and right. That's I mean, right. You know, pe- people say, why is he getting him with his money? Shoot. She's doing all the work. You know I said? Because he, he dictating the way she lives. That's exactly he, right. He, 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 he dictator, He's get inside your head. In there. Get inside your head. You know. And we back to the premise of the principles of how you think and getting people to think and recognize that. Because I'll tell you, there have been times in my life, I, I'll give you a quick story. Mm-hmm. And it, it was about how you think. The first girl that I fell in love with, I was 14, had my nose wide open. You know, she did stuff. I was had a whole summer of it crying. I mean, everything. You know, now I'm 14. But later on, we got back together. And mm-hmm. she told me something that changed my way of thinking from that point on. And she told me, she said, you know what? If you had just left me alone when I broke up with you then, I, I would have been back with you in a heartbeat. She said, but you kept calling. You kept coming by the house and all of this. She said, I knew I had you. And when she said that for about a night, that had me in a fetal position. Because as a young man, and this is about two, three years later. I'm 14 at the time. Now I'm like 17. But it hurt so bad to have her tell me that and become aware and look back as to how I was acting and what I did. It totally changed how I thought and my behavior from that point on. You felt defeated? I felt so bad. But again, it changed my thought process. 
And so many times, and we've had this discussion so many times, people, and, and I think your book and the Bible itself speaks on this so many times. People don't want to go through things. They don't want to go through pain, heartache, loss, but they don't see the, the, the joy and, and God speaks to you about this. They don't see what's on the other side and how that can benefit them. And if you could just speak to that, you know, before we close that kind of that that thought process and that dictated living in a way you think by doing this, you're it's going to be all good, but it's not. No, you just there. There is a Stevie Wonder. Mm hmm. Very superstitious. Yeah. He said, when you believe in things that you don't understand, you suffer. Mm. Superstition is dictated living also. Yes, it is. So, 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 yes, so, so, so you, 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 you're confined by these thoughts of this stuff that's not even true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, so, same thing about people that you idolize. Some of the stuff you don't know about them. You know, you want to be like them, but you really don't know who they are. That's right. So, so when you become like them, all messed up and confused and can't figure life out. You know, thoughts of suicide and these type of things because your life is so messed up. You know, you kind of feel like it's too late, but it's not. It's never too late. Mm -hmm. You know, you can always renew your thing. You know, you see the things that's not working. So you think about those things that's not working and says, this ain't never worked. <laughs> and that's the truth. <laughs> you that's know? the truth. Yeah. But why I keep doing it? You know? Because the only person can answer that question is you. It's you. <laughs> so, it's so, so you. You can't ask your mama or your daddy why. You, you got to ask yourself. You got to so ask this, yourself. This ain't working. Why I keep doing it? You know, it ain't working. I need to do something else. You know, just like that, that girl you've been trying to you've been trying to get, and she keep turning you down. So you got to say, you said, this ain't working. <laughs> I got to do something else. I got to do something else. You know, either that or she just ain't for me. Then leave her alone and move on. That's right. Because if she is, she come around. You know? That's right. You know, so but you can't, you just can't keep doing that same stuff that ain't working because it ain't working. You know, you got to know, you got to ask yourself why I keep doing it. That's it. Eh. I mean, that's like if you eat something and it makes you sick. And then, you know, next Friday you go eat the same thing and it makes you sick. You smell, oh, this stuff makes me sick, but it so good. You just yeah. keep eating the same thing and it keep mm -hmm. making you sick. Come on. You got to ask yourself, why well, I keep doing this to myself? Yeah. And that is the foundation of this show and your book. Ask yourself. We're, ladies and gentlemen, we are not trying to tell you anything as far as I'm telling you this, I am telling you that. We are having a discussion, but the primary point is to have you ask yourself some questions based on what we're saying because if i tell you you know you can misconstrue or this or that but if you hear it and you say hmm like you said earlier what what the guy said i, I was in a couple of those chapters mm -hmm. you didn't have to tell him that correct he knew it correct when he read it correct and that's all we're asking you to do in all of the subjects is this you <laughs> that we're talking about? And if so, like you just said, ask yourself, why exactly 
am I doing this? Correct. And who do I know that has been successful? Right. Correct. It, it, it's simplistic, but I appreciate you taking the time to sit here and talk with me. And I would like for you to tell everyone where they can get a copy of this book and any future plans that you have you know again i know you spoke on it already if there's anything else you would like to say on on the book what you hope people get out of it but absolutely you know let them know where they can go to get a copy of it the book is available all online retailers you can get okay. it barnes and noble online amazon online okay walmart online uh most of the google books um the only thing is sometimes uh, since uh, Merlin Manson has a CD called No Reflection, so if you put in No Reflection, sometimes okay. sometime it brings that up. So you have to say No Reflection by Christopher Johnson. Okay. That way you can avoid all the other stuff out there with similar names. And so if you go to Amazon Books or whatever, you just said No Reflection by Christopher Johnson or Barnes & Noble, either one, you put you say it like that, then the book will come up. And then you can purchase the book at any one of those online retailers. Okay. It's available in hard copy, soft copy, and the ebook. Okay. That's important to know. Is there anything else you want to say as far as what you, you know, anything you want people or your intent to get out of the book? Well, it's just the book is basically to promote self-evaluation. So mm -hmm. a lot of times if we evaluate ourselves it skips the judgment that we think comes from other people mm -hmm. because we examine ourselves i don't i don't need it shouldn't take someone else to tell me who i am mm -hmm. if i don't know uh, yeah, yeah how can you expect them <laughs> right, to right yeah that 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 is pretty simple my goodness so man again Thank you so much for 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 taking the time to speak with me. I encourage anybody listening to get a copy of the book. Look, we have to support each other and what we're doing. I can't expect anyone to support me if I don't support others. This is not only in a financial aspect. And again, we've talked about businesses uh to me it's it's it it's a circular support system you have a good book you have a great book here and people could get a lot out of it so therefore by supporting you i'm supporting something good and positive i'm not telling you the audience to go out and just spend your money with somebody that they don't provide a good product or provide you good service that's the circular connection good service good product i'll support you but we have to start supporting each other economically and requiring service because otherwise we'll never get out of this mess that we're in the mentality uh the economics everything else and the fact that you are an author should be inspirational to others because you are an author. You have written work that people can read and access. And I'm so, so 
proud of what you've done and so thankful that I can call you a friend and that you walked into my store that day because it's been nothing but phenomenally educational for me. I've learned so much. I can't even begin to tell you. So I want to thank you for that, uh, for meeting your family, for understanding who you are, where you come from. It's been it's been such an honor and I appreciate you coming on to the show. And uh, next week, we're going to break out another topic dealing with accountability. I'll reference your book for sure. Dealing with who are you accountable to and do your rights or your responsibilities trump rights, responsibilities. And again, who are you accountable to and are you accountable? So that's going to be our next show. And I think you'll enjoy it. And like his book, I hope you find yourself in there somewhere. Chris, my brother, thank you so much, man. Thank you for having me. Once again, thank you for joining us here on Real to Real. You'll be able to find the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbean.com, or wherever you're able to access your podcast from. Please go to the website, nextlev 2 N-E-X-T-L-E-V, the number two, at gmail.com. Give us some comments. Please comment on the site. Let us know what you think. And again, remember, think. You have to think. That is the most important thing that we have to offer is for us to think. So thank you for joining us, and I look forward to speaking with you next week. Peace out.